Sacramento's official home for the San Francisco 49ers. Sacktown Sports. We are back, Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins, where listening to an audiobook isn't reading. Thank you for joining. According to some. <laughs> Thank you for joining. I promise that's the end of it. Yeah. As we talk Brock Purdy and what Mike Sando had to say and what he hasn't done yet or hasn't needed to do yet and get into the other side of it and what he has done and now the feeling of how good Brock Purdy is and is it going too far now? Here's Michael Irvin on The Herd with Colin Cowherd saying who he would take Brock Purdy over. Justin Herbert has done great. I love him. He's a physical freak and a talent, but I ain't taking him over Brock Purdy. It's the dispensing thereof. Now, we, we think somebody can run and somebody can jump. We say, wow, he's great. Brock Purdy just does, all he does is do the right thing and find the answers. And yet, it doesn't look, it doesn't look like a Barry Sanders run or a Peyton Manning or Aaron Rodgers great throw, but it is perfection. It is perfection that you cannot stop. I don't think a team in the NFL can beat them right now. No. Well, I agree with the last part. Perf- perfection. I mean, it doesn't get better. I, I, I. This is tough. I don't like doing. I don't like playing this game. Yeah. But it's a game that needs to be played when it comes to sports because it's fun. It is fun. Yes. It's fun to put Brock Purdy on the Chargers and say, would he be undefeated? It's fun to put. It's fun to put, you know, another quarterback and put Justin Herbert on the Niners and say he'd throw for 600 yards a game because we'll probably never know. Most likely, we'll never know. You taking Brock Purdy over Justin Herbert? I'm just not. Like, I'm just not in any world for any team, for any coordinator. It doesn't matter. Like, even in this Niners offense, in this this Shanahan system, Mm -hmm. I still think you would have to take Justin Herbert just because of – even if the numbers don't look as good doesn't necessarily mean that he's not a a better player for the system. Like, he might be able to unlock a a part of the offense that that Brock Purdy just can't. I mean, with the arm that Herbert has, Mm -hmm. I can't imagine the -the down-the-field plays that Shanahan would draw up for him or or any – any smart coach would draw up for him, which he hasn't really had. Uh, Herbert, that is, hasn't had the luxury of having for his career so far. It's, it's. It, I hear what what Michael Irvin's saying. It's easy to say that when Brock's playing the best football of his career, and they do look like world beaters. His whole t- team, and yeah, you know, the the Chargers have just been underwhelming the entire time that they've had Justin right. Herbert. But that has not been Justin Herbert's fault. I mean, if you look at Herbert's numbers. Through the first three years of his career, he's gotten like record-breaking numbers in terms of passing yards for the first to start your career. And I, Brock's played great, but I, I just think the arm talent that Justin Herbert has is is on a completely different level. And while he might not be the decision maker that Brock is, or you know, have the quick timing release that Brock does. Mm-hmm. You got to take the arm talent over him, I and it's not just arm. T- it's not just potential. It's what he already is. I think you take just. I think every single GM would take Justin Herbert a hundred out of a hundred times. I don't, and this might sound insane, but I don't know. Maybe just because of how well they're playing right now, but I don't know that Kyle Shanahan. If they said, "Hey, you could have Justin Herbert right now," and again, might sound insane. Mm-hmm. I think there's a part of Kyle Shanahan that would say I'm good with Brock. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan's a different beast. I he's think, a different beast. And I think he's yeah. so much a part of 
seeing is believing, Mm -hmm. right? I don't want to deal with the... Imagine if you had this, because to be completely honest with you, and I'm going to go Voldemort here since we've been talking (laughs) Harry Potter, that's what he did with Trey Lance. Trey Lance was a lot of... Can you imagine, right? He doesn't. And then you like Harry Potter. (laughs) You don't have to imagine with Brock Purdy because you've seen it. And Mm -hmm. if somebody said, "Hey, you could have Justin Herbert right now and keep Brock," he might regret it. Yeah, totally. But I could see Kyle Shanahan saying, "I'll, I'll keep him." Now, that's a specific situation to something that he wants to do with the team right now. I think that's another point, right? The team is loaded. You don't necessarily need a playmaker, Justin yeah, Herbert. Or, I shouldn't say a playmaker, right? Or somebody is a playmaker, but sure, sure. You know what I mean. So it's a tough. One. It's yeah. it's it's tough based on how the Niners are playing right now. But is Justin Herbert a better QB than Brock Purdy? Yeah, yeah, yes. yes. Well, and to build on your your Shanahan point, which I definitely agree with, I think that you're a hundred percent right. I think Shanahan probably would yeah. say he would take Purdy. But I, how much of that do you think is Kyle Shanahan kind of with his offense is very much like just like McVay was with mm-hmm. Jared Goff. It is telling you in your ear, hey, look for Debo on this play. I don't right. I don't think he does that so much with Brock as, as McVay did it with Goff. But it is very much, hey, run, r- just run the play that I tell you to. And mm-hmm. I promise you someone will get open. Yeah. How much of that of, of Shanahan picking Purdy over Herbert is the fact that Herbert probably will try and make some plays himself. Or he might say, I know I'm supposed to just give it to Debo here on this little crossing, 10-yard crossing route, but I see Ayuk over the top. Right. And I think I can make that play where Shanahan 10 out of 10 times, and Purdy probably would as well, would say, no, just give it to Debo and let Debo get some yak, and we'll just keep this thing going instead of going for that home run ball. How much of it do you think is just Brock listens to to Shanahan because – of that skill gap. Brock doesn't have the 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 Dion Waiters heat check moments because mm-hmm. he knows he's very, very self-aware of who he is and what he's good at. And I frankly think that's one of Brock's best traits. See, and now I'm going to go up against, and I believe, I don't want to misquote, but I believe family Schlegel was the one who said, here comes Allen with the Brock hate. But I'm actually going to go <laughs> in the other direction, and I'm going to not fully disagree with you, but just say that, I think the reason Kyle Shanahan loves Brock so much Mm -hmm. is because he's in the middle of that. He's not heat check Johnny, gunslinger Gary, right? (laughs) Trying to just do, do be Superman and and do it all himself. He's also not a robot. I think that Brock Mm. takes those calculated risks when you're looking at, you know, the, if you do stocks and things like that, okay, I'm going to take something that has, you know, fairly high risk but a very high reward or I just that doesn't have enough reward to me I'm not going to do it mm-hmm. because if you look at the plays and I think part of that is because of how elusive Brock is he extends the plays he's able to keep going and then he finds open guys so I I do think that that's why Kyle Shanahan loves him so much because he isn't just a robot he right. isn't just I'm going to do he's going to do what he says but but he's grown that trust yeah. with Kyle Shanahan to where hey this looks better to me. I'm going to go for it. And the dude doesn't have any interception, so clearly he's doing it the right way. So I get yeah. what you're saying, but I, I don't think it's as much as he's doing everything because sometimes yeah. things are going to break down. Sure, right, exactly. And that's where his his foot speed honestly comes into play. And you're right. Like I, I do think that that's a really key thing to point out with Brock is 
he's not a robot because I definitely, as I just did, I fall victim to that all the time of just kind of saying he's a, he's a Shanahan, not product, but like he's doing what Shanahan's system says to do. And he's just really good at following the rules. Essentially. He's not a robot. There is a bit of, I don't think chaos is the right word, Mm -hmm. but like controlled chaos or calculated risks is probably the better way of putting it where, We've seen a couple times he's thrown some turnover-worthy balls. I think of that Giants game. Yeah, yeah. I cannot get the image of George Kittle essentially playing D. I think he literally did the DB strap yeah, celebration yeah. that people have been doing. I can't get that throw out of my head. So he does take those calculated risks, but he does do a really good job of of managing those moments. And then you know, then you get performances like he had against the Cardinals, where he's twenty of twenty one and. To me, that's the part where I don't know if you'll get any quarterback, Patrick Mahomes even included. I don't know if you'll get anybody who can really outperform what Brock is doing with this. Not team. right now. Yeah, not right now. I mean, and that's why he's. Bringing and that's all not these- even saying talent. Like again, that's a completely different conversation than is he a better quarterback than player X? Right. Then is he doing the best that you could possibly be doing in the situation he's getting? He's yeah. been given. Yeah, the thing about Brock is if you look at the different comparisons, and I think baseball might be a good comparison as well, because you have guys that, yeah, I, I you know, we call them BP All-Stars, batting mm-hmm. practice All-Stars, yeah. and they're, they're hitting moonshots like Bryce Harper right. with me in Summer League. They're doing a lot <laughs> of different things. But then when the lights come on, they got nothing, right? Yeah. But the scout cares more about that guy then the tweener who's just hitting the ball up the middle. Right. Now when you look at stats and batting average is kind of less cared about at this point in time. But when you look at the stats and that dude, the second guy is hitting, you know, 320, mm-hmm. right, with a couple bombs, nothing to write home about, but just gets on base as his job. And the first guy is batting, looking like Mookie Betts out there, yeah. batting 140 right. with maybe 10 dingers. Right. Kyle called, Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber <laughs> as all those scouts typically go after that first guy yeah. because of the imagination, because mm-hmm. of what could be, because of the ceiling. But there are a lot of guys that never reach their ceiling. You right. go to the YMCA right now, yeah. there's a dude Tons jumping out the gym yeah. who did not – I mean, maybe he could touch the ceiling, but right. he didn't reach his ceiling. <laughs> so I, I think that that's the one thing, and that's why Brock lasted as long as he did. Mm-hmm. His ceiling might not be that high. But I'll tell you what. The dude doesn't miss throws. Mm-hmm. And when he does miss, it, it's, it's not, not a bad, bad enough. Yeah. It's not a Jimmy miss. Yeah. It's not a Jimmy miss. Yeah. He's not throwing hospital balls. Uh, Jimmy, I'm <laughs> ducking. You know, I'm ducking. I'm not even playing in the yeah. game. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things that Brock Purdy does. Yeah. And I don't know that I'm taking him over Justin Herbert with a right. blank slate. But on this team, when you're just fully loaded and yeah. seeing him operate it, Michael Irvin might not have said it correctly. Right. But he may not have also been wrong right. in the right construct yes. that he did the not. The spirit of what he said. Right, the spirit of what he said versus yeah. what he actually said. All right, got to get to a break. When we get back, there are some there are some breaks that the Niners have had. Is that the reason they're undefeated? I don't think so, but we'll talk about them. All that and more when we get back. Chris and Allen, Sacktown Sports. Live and local, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., Monday through Friday. Town Sports. We are back. Town Sports. Styles and Watkins. About 45 minutes left. 
as we take you up to 2 p.m., followed by The Drive, guys. And I see Whitey in the studio right now. Hello, Whitey. I will see you, or we will see you and hear from you in about 30 minutes. But until then, got a got a buddy. He uh, it has a really, really big YouTube channel. His name is Larry Kruger. Does a lot of things. He's been around the block, and he had a tweet or an X, or a post, I guess they're called, Ugh. that we, yeah, I guess we got to do it. Got to go through the game. That we want to go over here. And what he said was, I'm not saying this is the reason the 49ers are undefeated, but it's worth noting that they are enjoying some good fortune injury-wise. They played the Rams without Cooper Cup. They played the Giants without Saquon Barkley. They played the Cardinals without Kyler Murray or Buda Baker. And they played the Cowboys without Trayvon Diggs. Mm. They'll now play the Browns without Nick Chubb and Deshaun Watson, and they will then play the Vikings without Justin Jefferson. Mm. So those last two doesn't really matter because we want to talk about how the Niners have got here. Right. My initial thought when I read that was that it's true, Mm -hmm. but none of those things that I saw Mm -hmm. or none of those players that were missing, maybe the only one I'll give you possibly – the Giants game, mm-hmm. because that was that was probably sure. the Niners' worst game. Yeah, but besides that, again, the Niners are rolling. rolling. We got to talk about yeah. something. I mean, that's my first. Yeah, I mean, my, my first reaction would probably be to push back against it and say I don't think that any of those guys really impacted the game really at all. I mean, Saquon, like you said, I mean that was a closer game, and there was a moment in both that game and in the Cardinals game where it was a one-score game and you can maybe say, okay, if if they can get a stop here and then score on the other end, we got ourselves an actual game. But for the most part, I mean, the, the Niners have just been taking care of business. Maybe Cooper Cup changes things for the Rams a little bit. Oh, yeah, the Rams game too. Maybe a little bit, but, you know, even even then the well, Niners I, I, are doing would, a good job. Yeah, I would one. say the, the Cooper Cup thing, there's no way, and I don't think, that him and Puka both go off. Yes, exactly. Right. So right. maybe just give those, give yeah, those split stats them or to, something to Coop, like that. Yeah, exactly. And, but again, the the point still stands that I don't think it's making a big difference. And maybe the Trayvon Diggs thing, maybe it's more of a spiritual thing. The Cowboys are a little bit, you know, they might not lose to the Cardinals in that week before, and yeah. maybe then they come into that game. I, I don't know. I don't. believe They're still any getting. Of that, they might get smacked like that, yeah, but, but they're getting smacked. Also, this is. It's it's kind of unfair to do that to to do and I'm not saying Larry's wrong but like it's a little unfair because that's also that's how football goes like mm-hmm. you you very rarely the Niners have been really fortunate so far this season to not have much of of any injury woes even though let's not forget Brandon Ayuk has missed missed some time and you know Elijah Mitchell though he's a backup he's missed some time like they they haven't been the perfect bill of health but. For the most part, I mean, I don't think that the the Niners have gotten lucky at all. I don't no. feel like, you know, there's a, a sliding doors moment here. It feels like this has all been legitimate, and I don't I don't want to take away anything that they've done so far. And even in the future, them going against Deshaun Watson or not having uh, to go against Deshaun Watson, maybe that still hasn't been confirmed, but it definitely seems like it's trending that way. And Justin Jefferson without the Vikings, like, that those guys give them a a possibility mm-hmm. of winning but it's not changing you know from the the browns being a one point favorite to now the niners no. are favorite like i i think the niners are going to be favored in all these games and part of winning the super bowl and and we're still only in week or going to be in week 6 here but 
it's being healthy. Like mm-hmm. it is. It, it's the the team that's healthiest at the end of the year. A lot of the time, will will make it to the big dance, and it's it's just a like to me, it's just a positive that the Niners aren't a team that that you can put on that list of oh they didn't have X for this game and that's why they look different. To me, it's it's just a positive. Yeah, I. I understand why, and maybe the Deshaun Watson thing because that that defense, I believe the really they give good. up thirteen or fifteen points. They're both one and yeah. two. Yep. The Niners and the Browns are in, four, in in terms of points allowed. So I think it would be crazy to say that not having Deshaun Watson, who the Browns have paid a lot of money to, way too much. He, I don't know that he's playing like that, yeah. but he is their yeah. he is their QB one, and he's not going to be out there. So that one to me, we can't scoff at. The Justin Jefferson one, I mean, to be completely honest with you, I know the Niners secondary is uh, probably one of their weaker areas, specifically the nickel, but I just trust in Kyle Shanahan and That defensive line's going to get in Kirk's face all day. I don't think Justin Jefferson's going to save the Vikings. No, they might double team them or whatever it is, and I I don't think that would have made as big of a difference. I think... I think you brought up a good point with with Cooper Cup. I think that could have changed things. And I think that, you know, obviously Saquon on the Giants, that could yeah. have made things a little bit stickier too, mm-hmm. especially because it was back-to-back. But and they couldn't – they could not pass the ball, that's for sure. No. The Giants were not getting oh, anywhere no. with Daniel Jones passing. And no. so even just to have that – as a as a counterbalance to to feed Saquon, I mean, who knows if Saquon breaks one breaks one loose, which he's more than capable of doing. Who who knows how that game goes differently? But. The Cardinals, Kyler Murray, obviously that's a big yeah. deal. I also don't know how good Kyler Murray is. Yeah. Now that mm-hmm. Kyler Murray is actually a really good example of flash in the pan, Jeremy Lin run. Yep. We really don't know, mm-hmm. right? He had He's had a couple good seasons to start the season. Yeah. Then he's kind of fell off, yeah. right? He does have more career Pro Bowls than Matthew Stafford. He, d- he does. He has more career Pro Bowls Miss than Matthew with Pro Stafford. Bowls. Miss me with Pro Bowls. I mean, Tyler what, am I got a Pro Bowl. what am I supposed to do with that? No. What am I supposed to do with that? Nothing. I mean, because I, I think Kyler is still very, very much in a wait and see. We'll see how yeah. his career goes. Like, I don't think he's necessarily shown enough for me to believe that he's willing to, or that he's worth franchise quarterback investment. Now, well, he already maybe as paid. maybe as he, yeah, exactly. He's yeah. already he's already been paid as such, but um, you know, when he plays, it's almost like a. It's not even like a Zion situation. Zion's mm-hmm. MVP quality when he plays. Kyler's close to that, but not quite in that guaranteed MVP conversation. Kyler's been good to really good when he plays, as you say, earlier in the mm-hmm. season. The problem is he's a really small guy, like yeah. really small. Like right. they say Drew Brees is small. Kyler Murray's like maybe an inch or two shorter yeah. than Drew yeah. Brees and a couple pounds less also. And he runs. He picks up injuries throughout the year. And then also when it comes to quarterback, like leadership matters. Mm-hmm. And it does not feel like anyone wants to follow wherever Kyler's taking them. No, he's he's a leadership on the Xbox though. Exactly. You know, I'm sure he's he's a great squad PS5. leader. You know, yeah. If you need someone <laughs> tagging enemies, I bet Kyler's all over that. Yeah, but. and there's also been conversations about Kyler, and this is might be the worst thing to come out if you are a football player. That he's scared to get hit. Oh, so yeah. later in the season, you see him run less. Mm-hmm. And you can't be 5'9 nope. and stay in the pocket, homeboy. Yep. That's not going to work. It's not going to work. That is not, not that, that is not 
what we're signing up for here. You got to run. I think what it is is, hey, man, when you sign some of these guys, when you sign a Lamar, and Lamar's big boy, he's Mm -hmm. he's thick, he's 6'2", but when you sign some of these guys, even to to a certain degree, Josh Allen, Mm -hmm. I've always felt like you feel like you have a certain window, and you just pray that you Mm -hmm. get it done within that window. The Cardinals... The Cardinals kind of remind me of the Angels a little bit because I feel like they've oh, tried yeah. and they've actually made some good moves, yeah. but it just hasn't worked out for them yeah. in a way. Yeah, they brought in J.J. Watt. I mean, they, they try tried. and bring in Marquise Hollywood Brown yeah. to, to be, you know, he played with Kyler at Oklahoma. DeAndre it's Hopkins. Like DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. They say, hey, they say, hey, Kyler, you know, uh, we, we think we have something with you. We trust you. Well, we don't trust you that much. We want to make sure you're studying. Yeah. <laughs> And then he goes out, and he's got a lower leg injury Mm -hmm. as a running quarterback who, word on the street is, you don't like to get hit. Right. So I don't know what they're doing. And I'm telling Dobbs, I know it's illegal Mm -hmm. to to tank, to literally tank. But I'm like, dude, you're going to have to miss some of these throws. And I think it's going to happen organically. (laughs) But if I'm I'm the Cardinals, I need Caleb Williams. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can't mess around. And here's what's crazy. You sign these guys to these crazy deals. What is the market for Kyler Murray? I have no idea. I don't think it's – like, he's a quarterback, so it's something. But – I, it's got to be like someone's got to really, really want him. Like, how For many teams get out there? Actual value, they're going to have to eat some of the contract. They'd, They'd have, have to, to, just like they what they did to. with Baker Mayfield. Right. There's no way. I mean, because how many teams, especially in this upcoming draft, which is supposed to be really quarterback heavy, how many teams are going to opt to? sign up for Kyler Murray instead of one of those young, promising, possible franchise quarterback guys when, yeah, I mean, you're not going to give up anything. It's going to be a team that's stuck in purgatory. Yeah. And I got a team. I got a team where they could go. But I'm going to save it. Okay. Till after the break. Okay. All that and more. Sacktown Sports. Siles and Watkins. We'll be right back. Sacktown Sports. Headlines. Good afternoon, Sacramento. My name is Kyle Ledbetter, and these are your Sacktown Sports headlines. Sacramento Kings lost 109-101 last night against the Los Angeles Lakers in their second preseason game. Harrison Barnes scored 15 points, and new King Chris Duarte shot 100% from the field and made two three-pointers. The Kings play again on Sunday at home against the Golden State Warriors. In baseball, Game 4 between the Phillies and Braves gets started at 4 o'clock today. And in football, the Denver Broncos play Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs tonight. Denver has lost 15 straight games against Kansas City. Their last win came when Peyton Manning was their quarterback. Coverage of Thursday Night Football begins at 4.30 p.m. right here on Sacktown Sports 1140 and the Sacktown Sports app. It's time to let you know that the NorCal Sportsman Show is this weekend, October 14th and 15th at The Grounds in Roseville. Those are your headlines. It's time for the final half hour here of Chris and Company with Styles and Watkins. Sacramento's official home for the San Francisco 49ers. Sacktown Sports. We are back. 30 more minutes. Sacktown Sports. Last segment for the crosstalk with the drive, guys. Styles and Watkins. It's been a fun one. I'm yes, not going to talk about it. I'm not going to. We've talked okay. about it enough. I think we should bring it up in the crosstalk. We will bring it up in the crosstalk because I do want to shout out 
some people on the text line yes. that wanted to, you know, kind of give their input. So shout out to you for being a part of the conversation as well. But I do want to talk about the team that I think could be in play for Kyler Murray if, let's Ooh. assume, that the Cardinals right. keep messing around. Yeah. I would say that team, if you think about it, and again, we're doing this on paper thing, the Atlanta Falcons. Ooh, okay. Desmond Ritter. I, I don't know Look, anything don't about Kyler Murray, but I do think he's better than, than Desmond yes, Ritter. Yes. So you got Bijan, you got yeah. Kyle Pitts, you got yeah. a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. So you say, hey, Atlanta, you know, whatever pick what that the Cardinals want right. to take, hey, Atlanta, do you want to take Kyler Murray? Yeah. Because Atlanta, I think Kyler Murray's going to end up on a team that's stuck in purgatory. Mm-hmm. Because if the team is bad enough, this is a pretty deep quarterback draft with Drake May and Shador yeah. Sanders now, obviously Caleb Williams, uh, you know, uh, Michael Penix in, right. in Washington. So there are a lot of guys available. Uh, so I think that if you're really bad, you're going to take a quarterback. Mm-hmm. If you need a quarterback, there's plenty to choose from. I think Atlanta, they might mess around and win their division <laughs> and be in a Geno Smith situation right. a la Seattle where it's, we can't win with Desmond Ritter. Right. We're happy we made it to the playoffs. Maybe we can, like in a weak division like the NFC South, mm-hmm. maybe we can make some noise. So look yeah. out for that. I actually really like that. That that makes a lot of sense. I mean, Atlanta's got, like you said, they got Bijan, they got Kyle Pitts, they've got Drake London. Yeah. They're just they're begging for somebody to give those playmakers the yeah. ball. And Kyler's more than capable of doing that. And Kyler's also a playmaker himself. I think it fits into kind of their diversity of of weapons that they Mm -hmm. have there i really like that i would throw a second nfc south team in there i know you're tampa bay oh that's not where i was i'm not a big baker guy baker has been impressive for baker standards so far this year but i think when you have targets like mike evans and chris godwin and you have they still got some holdovers from their Mm -hmm. super bowl years on defense they still got some talent over there and you mentioned how open that division is it just feels like you put Kyler Murray on an offense with with uh, Mike Evans and Chris mm-hmm. Godwin, it might look a little bit like that Jameis Winston 30, 30, 30 for right. 30 season, but right. I think you're going to have some really, really explosive plays. I mean, we saw what Tom Brady at 45 was able mm-hmm. to do with those weapons. I could imagine Kyler Murray doing something pretty similar with, with those guys out there. No, I could see that. I thought for a second you were going to go New Orleans Saints, but they just oh, got Derek Carr. But they should be look, They should be in the market for you sure. You know, man, Derek Carr has he a special is is, place man. in my heart. Yeah. And I, I do like the mini rebrand of Derek Carr since going to New Orleans. It was weird how it ended with Vegas and the Raiders, and I, I wish him the best. But, yeah, they are probably going to be stuck in a similar mm-hmm. situation where they're just good enough. And the Saints have been there for years, yes. right? Yep. Well, yep. You, you talk conspiracy theories and the, the <laughs> championship that they do have, there yes, are sir. conspiracy theories around that one. Yes, there is. There so, very much so is. So County there might be the such. NFC South. I mean, and that's the thing. Before I bring it back to the, the Niners – what are your thoughts now, since we're talking NFC South, Bryce Young? And this whole, Oof. this whole again, tinfoil conspiracy yeah. that oh my gosh, the coach yes, the didn't want him. <laughs> well, the Niners, we're yeah. used to that uh-huh. because for, it was the same same idea. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who wanted Trey Lance, no, but everybody I think everybody's didn't still want. pointing fingers yeah, no, at whose idea. No, 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 you wanted yeah. him. It's like, it's like <laughs> Except for you, Kyle. Kyle's like, nope, not everyone knows like it wasn't me. It's like when you go out to see a movie or something and the movie is trash. Yeah, you're like, you're like, no, no, you, you wanted to go You definitely recommended this. Yeah, you sent the trailer in the group message. You said you wanted to go, so I went, you know? So 
the the Bryce Young thing for me, yeah. What what I struggle with is he is essentially I think what a lot of people think Brock Purdy would be mm-hmm. without the Niners offense because Bryce Young with all those weapons at Alabama, yes. he looked like a world beater, right? Yeah. I always thought it was weird. Look, I'm a competitor, and I'm a guy who I got to show you what I got because, yeah. you know, when I play baseball on tape, I don't – I'm not a BP all-star, so I got to show you what I got. Right. But So for Bryce Young to be as small as he was, yes. not do the combine, that was kind of an orange flag for me. I don't know about red, but it it was just weird to me. Yeah. And the, the, the Panthers still decided to take him, which is fine. Yeah. But then you take him, and the Panthers are a mess. Yes. They might have the first pick. Well, actually, they gave they up can't. their pick. Yeah. They don't even have it. Yeah, the Bears have their pick. The yeah. Bears have their pick. Is that still one and two? No, because the Bears won. Right, Sorry. the Bears yeah, yeah. won. It's like one we, and tied for two. Yeah, yeah. They're still, they still, they they still, still can, can make yeah. it happen. So I see that, and I'm like, man. And then I see reports that – you can't even run a QB sneak because he's right. not big he's enough. Right, he's too small. Really? They bring in Andy Dalton. You don't. Y'all don't have muscle milk. No. Y'all don't have creatine. Nothing. None of it. These None are it. big human beings. Like I don't know how much creatine can fix five foot you, nine. You, you can't. Well, he's not. He's taller than Kyler. He's just thinner. His problem isn't yeah. really the height. His problem is weight. Help. Yeah. It doesn't help. Yeah. No. I mean, no. Patrick Mahomes messed up his knee doing the QB sneak. Like, it happens. Right. That, you can't, you, we can't do that. No. Yeah, no. I mean, especially not the number one pick in the draft. How about this? Why don't the Panthers go ahead and trade for Trey Lance and bring him in for those <laughs> Just packages? Just for those packages? Yeah, some tra- the resurgence of the Trey package. The Trey package. No, I mean, I'm, I'm out on, on the Bryce Young is going to prove to be a franchise quarterback. I think that ship is uh, – I just had a problem with the fundamental – the process of it. Like, they were essentially taking Bryce Young and the, the hope was, okay, this guy will be Drew Brees without mm. factoring in – all of the other possible equations that it could be. And yeah, I think the the talent at Alabama has shown that, you know, made him look and you cannot go com- more opposite than going from being quarterback of Alabama to having Adam Thielen as your number one receiver. That's not like going to fly 35, 34, whatever he is. Adam yeah. Thielen's long in the tooth at this point. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, there, there is that, that that's also not working in his favor, but then you look at, C.J. Stroud, who's on the Houston Texans, who are so deprived of talent, like he's making Nico Collins and Tank Dell look like like they're all pro receivers, and you know Anthony Richardson, even though he can't finish a football game, for God's sake, Anthony. But sorry, he's on like three of my fantasy teams, (laughs) but even he has looked incredibly promising in some games, and you just you haven't had really a single moment where Mm. you've been like. Bryce Young, that's why he was the number one yeah. pick in the draft. I saw a nice throw by him where he was moving to his left and mm-hmm. slinged it across to his, his body. That yeah. was nice. But my question is, again, to your point, close your eyes and just imagine Bryce Young. What does he do really well? What does timing. he do really it's well? Timing. And that's Brock Purdy was picked last yeah, that, in the draft. Right. That's the thing where it's like, yeah, like he's got just, a better PR package. It's, I don't mean to throw astray at Davion Mitchell, but like that was my Davion Mitchell <laughs> argument was like, hey, like it's fine to like the things that he brings to the team. Everybody wants a Patrick Beverly. Everyone wants yeah. a Gary Payton the second, but those guys are taken undrafted. They're taken in the second round. They're taken later mm-hmm. in the draft. And Bryce Young, you might like some of the intangibles of what he brings, but just stand him in a line next to C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson you would have to be so supremely good at playing the quarterback mm-hmm. position, even just from an eye test, to not be like, 
this 5'10 dude, this 6'4 dude, or this 6'5, you know, Cam Newton looking right. guy like Anthony Richardson, yeah. he would have to just be so incredibly talented. I just, I haven't seen it. I, I, I haven't I, seen I watched it. it in Alabama. It looked good. It, again, he's really good at maybe if you put him, maybe instead of, you know, whatever, Justin Herbert, we should talk about how would Bryce Young look in this four. Like, that right. to me is. That's the only situation I could see Bryce Young really thriving in is in a situation like Miami where and top picks don't just, go to those situations. No, and they don't. And that's really what this comes down to is he's not in a situation where the talent around him is good enough for him to look successful. And unfortunately, you only get two to three years at, at the quarterback position to show that you're worth something. And then after that, it's on to the next. Look, as we continue to talk about how the Niners are in such a good spot, even on the field, they're even winning off the field because as Justin Fields tries to figure it yeah. out and Mac Jones, and he was drafted a little later, but yeah. tries to figure it out. And, and now you have a whole new crop of guys and you don't know if Bryce Young is good. Right. The bottom line is, yeah, the Niners gave up picks for, for Trey Lance, but the, the, the draft is tough. Yes. It's a gamble. Yes. It's a gamble. Completely and sometimes impossible. you hit and sometimes you don't. And they missed. Especially and you know a quarterback. What? A lot of times you don't miss and then find your franchise guy the next year. Yes. So the Niners are winning in all facets of the game yep. right now because I, I would, and I would say that we're up against it. Maybe we'll get into it a little bit tomorrow as well. Is the stain gone? Mm-hmm. Is the Trey Lance stain gone? Now, originally I thought, that a Super Bowl would have to let go of the stain. Mm-hmm. But as I see Justin Fields struggle and I see Mac Jones struggle, it puts things back into perspective that most of the time, and I think Colin Cowherd did this on his show as well, that 70% of first-round quarterbacks, right. they're not guys. Mm-hmm. They're not dudes. Yep. They might hang around, but they're not. Look at J- Not to get into the bust game because I know we're up against it. Look at Jameis Winston. Yep. I don't know what Jameis – is he a bust? I don't know. Don't he just kind of – is in limbo as well, a quarterback. It could be a fluid thing. Like, look at Jared Goff. You can unbust. Yeah. You can. Yeah. But again, Jared Goff. I still don't know really. I don't Jared, know. I mean, Jared's trending towards good, but he's got a really good offensive And these are number one picks. And a great offensive line. And now you have Bryce Young and Kyler Murray. Right. Kyler, Kyler Murray has shown the most promise. Right. He's shown flashes. But ultimately, I think the Niners come out. Come out of this smelling brand new, feeling yep. brand new. Say, we got our guy. We moved. Not only did we move off a tray, we sent them to Dallas yep. so they can start a QB controversy up down there. Yep. So they're winning right now, man. Yep. Still winning. Still winning. Still winning. All right. Got to get to a break. When we get back, it is time for Crosstalk with Whitey and Draper. That's right. The Drive guys will join the show. That's it for Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Your flagship station for the Beam Team, Sacktown Sports. We are back, Sacktown Sports. A little bit of crosstalk time with the Drive Guys, guys. Whitey and Draper, and we're just gonna get this out the way because I know I know Chris wants to talk about it, and I, Whitey, (laughs) you probably heard a little bit of it as well. Listening to an audio book. Did you read the book or not? Well, if you take a bus. To New York City. Did you fly to New York City? No. No. No, no you did not. No. You didn't read it. No. You listened to the book, exactly. right? Yeah. Why is this a discussion? Like who? Because like the information is still the same. Is this guy is. I, saying- I ended up falling back, <laughs> but but Kyle still feels confident about about the argument. But I, it's just more of the you retain all the same information. 
Right. Like you're getting you all didn't read it. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. didn't read it, but you listened to it. Yeah. It's all the same information. You can say yeah. that you read it. Yeah, you like, did. You, you, you want to be a liar? You read the book. <laughs> I don't think you it's can picking say that. nits. Like it's just like why? Why technically really... that wouldn't be accurate? Yes, that's, what I'm that's the thing. Is like, in terms of a discussion, account, yes. yeah, I read that book too. Well, you didn't read it, but you listened, but you still retain the information. Yes. I get what you're saying. Right. It's just semantics. It's, it's just like words, I, that's right? really what it ends right. up coming you down said, to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I listened to that book instead. I read that book. I listened to that book. Same thing. I think deep down, if it's the same thing, then why is it? Why does it matter which one you say? I think deep down when. You, when if if I said to you, hey, did you read all seven Harry Potter books? And you said you listened to them. I think you'd say you would really quickly say, oh yeah, I read them. But deep down in your soul, you know, you feel not. a little bit bad about it. Yeah, you would I mean, say, probably, I mean, probably. I didn't read them, you know, but he doesn't need to know that. It's also like you know the pace of it. Like you can listen. Audiobooks are you know twenty two to. Yeah. 30 hours of, of content and like, you know, especially someone who doesn't read often like me, like mm -hmm. might take me like a month to get through like 600 pages. Oh yeah. Look, I don't read. I should read more. You guys right? are bragging about this. Listen to you guys are like, where I don't read. I don't read. No, I don't read more than you read. No, I've never read no, before. No, I don't know I, how to exactly. read. I failed reading at first grade. Yeah, yeah. I, I still reading. sound things out in my head. Oh my god. It's gosh. pretty simple. If you, you read the book, you read the book. If yeah. you didn't, you didn't. Yeah, all I'm saying, yeah, listening <laughs> to an audiobook is better than not reading. Sure. Right? But it is also not reading. Right. By definition, it's not. Thank sure. you. So everybody's on my side. <laughs> I should have been a lawyer. Uh, that's that's all fine and good. I would rather listen to a book than read it, to be honest Absolutely. with you. Absolutely. 10 out of 10. Because times. a lot of times you're in your car, mm -hmm. you're driving, and to me that's the best time to listen to anything, yep. whether it's our show, music, whatever, and you absorb it a little bit more, yep. I think. Reading, you'll be reading, maybe laying down in bed, might fall asleep, yeah. might doze yeah. off. You Sometimes know. like when I'm reading, like I'm like – my mind goes somewhere else and my eyes are still moving right, and I'm like, right. I have no but idea what just happened on this page. You can go back. That happens all the time when sure. I'm reading. It's like, oh, I got to go back. Where did I kind of lose my focus? Yeah. If you do that in your car, what do you, you're not going to rewind. Are you really? Right. Right. You have to back 30. Right. Back 30. Rewind, you know? But I'm also not denying what you're saying. I'm just saying it's, I just it's stopped that it's not reading. Oh, okay. I didn't say you wouldn't retain it better. all right, all right. Because yeah. I think you you probably would. The discussion isn't what's better, or do you still get the same knowledge? It's just, are you reading if you yeah. don't read? Right, it? right. That's kind of right. silly. If I hop in the car, yeah. and and that's why know. I stopped arguing. Was because if we're <laughs> arguing about the specifics yeah. of yes, obviously listening is not reading, but I would have an argument for retention of information. There you go. There you go. Well, I'm glad we yeah, settled let's, it. Let's I'm just, glad. There's... Let's bury this. <laughs> yeah, I'm we'll glad. We'll never talk about it again. That's right. But... Don't disagree, right. but yeah. you know. Hey, it's okay. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. But you know we're gonna move forward. So is it panic time? I'm calling it. I'm calling it instead of Bean Town, right? As Boston, is it panic time in Beam Town? Beam Town. Ooh. Well, here's the thing, Ellen. As you know, Chris. As you know, Kyle. Uh, the Lakers get paid to play the game too. Oh, don't right, start. Right. Right. Don't Mookie, start. Get out of here. Don't start with that. They get paid too. You gotta tip your hat. You gotta <laughs> tip your hat to those guys. <laughs> right, right. They played. They're hard. professionals they also. They put their pants right? on yeah. one leg at a time, just like us. You know. <laughs> Come on, man. No, Come no, on. no, no reason to panic. And, and here's why. There was a lot of good to take away. Now, there was some bad as well. Yeah. Most like, you know, mostly being the defense. Yes, sir. But that was bad last year. And mm -hmm. they still won 48 games. Yeah. yeah. And so no need to panic. Did we want to see an improved defense from the Sacramento Kings team? Yes. But the starters didn't play. You didn't have Keegan. Uh, the starters didn't play a whole lot of minutes. And so. 
I'm not worried about it. Yeah. I'm not, you know, uh-oh, here we go again. No. The defense was bad last year. We still won 48 games. Mm-hmm. Long as the offense comes along, I'm right. more worried about the early yeah. three points you in there. You yeah. know, yeah, the offense hasn't been clicking, and so defense, I'm not worried about. I, Alan, I, I don't. Uh, I'm not reaching for the panic button, but I'm just. I want to know where it is. You're like, aware of where it like, is. Like, yeah. I need to know. I, I might need that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just better know where it is. Don't need it now, but whoa. D'Angelo Russell, if that was a real game, he would have scored 70 points <laughs> on Kevin Herter last night. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Right? Yeah, he was cooking. Yeah. He was cooking. They had to mop the floor. Why? Because D'Angelo Russell was drooling every time he saw <laughs> Herter was guarding. Yeah, and I don't know. I know it's preseason, so it doesn't ultimately matter. But there were a couple things where you just thought, all right, I mean, that's not, it's not great. That's not great. Yeah. That's not great, but not – not panicking yet. It's it's not the real deal. I think the biggest thing for me was just some of the effort because defensively, and I guess that becomes a question of scheme for defense versus effort. And if you're just telling me they're going to give more effort on defense when the regular season starts, okay, I got I got nothing to say. To Sunday would be better because guess who's calling the game? Ooh, your boy Let's get on it. the play by play. Yes, sir. Let's Ooh. get uh, it. And we got the Warriors in town yeah. too. So mm-hmm. come on, Steph, better right. play. Steph better play. Oh, he's done. He ain't ready for he's that dunking. smoke, huh? He's, he's definitely scared dunking. of that he's smoke. saving it for the real deal. Save it for the real deal. <laughs> well, we know that the drive guys are the real deal, and they are up next. Thank you for listening to Chris and Co. Styles and Watkins. We'll talk to you tomorrow.